The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guys, up, Jenny up. Welcome to Last Call of the Day. This is the Failure to Stop channel, the number one show for police, meat, society, and culture. Today's episode, it's uh, Last Call Thursday, baby, giving you all the other news out there so that you don't sound like a uh, weird first responder at the neighborhood barbecue. Gives you something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. Joined with me, as always, is Dead Like Media, our head researcher uh, for for the uh, channel here. Always love having him on. You know, I said you do so much behind the scenes and you explained to me all of the details of all of these cases that you might as well just come on the show with me sometimes. So that spawned in him being with me every Thursday. And so as always, Ted, like, it's always great to have you. We've got a lot to talk about today. And, it, and, and first and foremost, we're, uh, I got to tell you what today's show is brought to you by. Got to get that out of the way right, right quick. And that's Ghostbed, baby. Ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Right now they're, uh, they're, they have a President's Day sale. And the President's Day sale is just a little bit better than the Wolfpack sale is typically. So I think that's still running this whole week. I've already gotten some phone calls from people who said, hey, I used the promo code Wolfpack and it didn't give me as good a deal as on the President's Day sale. And that's because they don't, they can't just like rechange overnight the promo codes for everybody. But that's okay. You can still use the President's Day sale, save that extra five more percent. Um, just drop our name in the customer survey, if you would. Failure to stop. And that goes a long way to us, for us. But uh, if you're not sleeping on a ghost bed, how are you even sleeping, baby? Today, we're talking about, uh, we got a lot going on in the news today. Uh, a lot of fun and flirty news. We haven't done this in a while, but we haven't done movie reviews and coming out movies. So I want to go over some new movies. If you're not taking your significant other to the movies, you're not taking your kids to the movies, uh, you should because it's always a magical time. We don't want to lose that. We, hopefully, we learned that lesson during COVID. You never know what you don't have until you don't have it anymore. And one thing I missed during COVID was the I never go to the movies, but when I couldn't go to the movies, I really wanted to go to the movies. Deadleg and I were talking before the show, and there is so many good movies coming out in 2023, including one that I could really use some of right now. That's Cocaine Bear. And we're going to talk about Cocaine Bear because it looks like literally, and I'm not joking when I say this, but Cocaine Bear does appear to be the movie of the decade. I'm talking this is going to be like The Wedding Crashers or the uh out cold or the, i mean the old school remember the movie old school this has got everybody in it pineapple express i mean it's got it all and it looks way more entertaining so we want to get into that a couple other movies as well big giant earthquake in turkey that's fucking everything up biden's in ukraine is he in ohio no he's not he's in ukraine we'll talk about why he's in ukraine and not in ohio we'll go through that that's big news there um, and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more uh, about my rant last week. I, I blew up and exploded because of the lack of information and the amount of the, the lack of real information and the overwhelming amount of propaganda that's being put out there really pissed me off last episode. But I did a whole week worth of research to give out some real facts. It's not propaganda. And you can kind of do the math. Um, if you would, uh, you could do your own math there. So. We should be doing anyway with all the news. Uh, how are you doing today, dead leg? It's another day in paradise. We're about to get, we might get a bunch of snow starting tonight. Uh, I, I heard that March is actually going to be very, very cold, uh, colder than usual for the East Coast. Right now, bro, I am 
shorts. I went running today with no shirt on with my son. My son was wearing a tank top. I mean, it is beautiful. 72 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. Gorgeous. I think it'll be Gorgeous. the low 50s today. And then by, what's day Tuesday? So by Thursday, because we're recording this a little early. So by Thursday, it'll be like negative 17. That sucks. I have no idea what it's going to be here on Thursday. Uh, it's been a hell of a weekend for me, just to give you guys a quick recap. Also, the book is coming out. Jack Mandeville, the old Jack Mandy, gave us a review uh, for the book, and I'm so stoked. It was such a wonderful review, so that's going to make the back of the book. Uh, just waiting on Jason Ralph and Breaking Benjamin to send me his review, but I got Mike the Cop uh dan uh, i mean uh, officer daniels he's got a review coming so i'm really excited getting real close with the book stuff there uh, my kids podcast absolutely blown up out of control gromit vomit um we're super proud of them we locked in a huge deal with uh, coastal edge so we're actually going to virginia beach they're rolling out a merch line for the kids they've got ryan sheckler old ryan sheckler remember ryan sheckler big yep. pro skate skateboarder also uh, had his own tv show now he has his own TV channel, Red Bull Network. I think he's got something to do with that. Plus he's got his own skate parks. But they got Ryan Shex on tomorrow. There's a big Grom meetup in Virginia Beach. They're doing pizza and everything to celebrate it. And, you know, it's pretty cool and shit like that's going down. And it's your kids that are the face of it. Um, it's even cooler, exciting. like, because I know that you're in a skate. Like, I did the BMX side of things, so I wasn't, like, in the skating thing. But I, I right. was aware of like Tony Hawk and Ryan right. Shex. I, I, when we were talking about that and you told me, I was like, that's huge like it's, it's 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 amazing what they're doing too we went to a skate park and we skated in, in wilmington north carolina for a contest in wilmington had a great time met a lot of cool people there um and then we had a, a skate event in florence south carolina and at every event people are coming up man we love your podcast we love you guys we love your kid not my podcast my kids are <laughs> awesome like how did you guys get in? like my kids are like walking around at like 10 years old like oh you know like people are getting pictures with them and it's just really special. So I'm, I'm glad that they're getting to share that kind of experience at such an early age. And, um, and that's fun. So we're going to have fun. We're leaving tonight. Um, so uh, Jonathan Bates and Andrea will be doing night shift. And uh, of course, I'll be trying to watch in on my phone. But tomorrow's a big day for us. So rolling, not only are they rolling out like a, a private merch line for, for my son and, and his buddy JB too, uh, but they're doing a photography for it. They've got a little kiosk in the the mall and in the, the little surf shop there. Man, it's just really cool. So they're going to go That's get cool. shirts with their names on it, you know, in an actual retail store and, and get pictures. And my son made it into a magazine this week. So we're going to pick up a whole stack of magazines. So hopefully he'll be, you know, passing out his magazine with his picture in it. And I'm sure, that, you know, some kids will want him to sign it. And that's going to be real cute. And, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, Davey in the live chat says, Sheckler had his own house when he was 15 or 16 years old. No, he, he was 18, I believe. Um, I do believe he was 18. He might have been 16, but I think he was 18, and he did buy his own house. And it was like a three-story massive house. Um, it was, it was him, Deirdrick, they all about the same time got houses. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, that you know, they had the whole Ryan's world or whatever it was, Sheckler's world or world of Ryan or whatever it was on MTV. So, you know, if, to even get to be with Ryan Sheckler and this kid named Wyatt Hammond, um, who's the new like phenomenon skateboarder. He's I think he's nine years old. He's doing like 12 stair rails already um, sponsored by like he's already a team writer for like Etnies and everything else. So the fact that, that my kids are going to get to sit with those two guys tomorrow and, and do a podcast is really special. So, um. But that's a lot of traveling for me because, uh, you know, two hours to Wilmington, followed, you know, got home at midnight, turned around the next day, woke up, drove three hours to Florence, South Carolina, got home at midnight, woke up this morning, 
got to work this morning and, and driving three more hours to Virginia Beach. A lot of going on with the kids, but I wouldn't want to have it any other way. You know what I mean? Invest in your children and, and you'll feel good about yourself, you know, but uh, I can't wait to have some people. What's up? You always be able to look back. Like I remember when I was, a, when I was in high school, I wasn't like a super smart kid, but I got into this medical program and it was the Obviously, first year for Yeah. Uh, and so like they made a big to do of it. So like I have some magazines and some stuff for some pictures and stuff from when I was a kid from back then. So like, I, it's kind of cool to, to now have it come, like not come full circle, but to see like the other end of it. So yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome that they're, that that is they're cool. having that success. I'm, I'm pumped for him. Davey in the chat says he was still in high school when he bought, bought it in South Orange County, California. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I, I didn't like watch it. Look, I don't, I'm not the one that has to do the research. My kids have to do the research. I just sit back and be entertained. So ask uh, them it, it, tomorrow. Oh, I'm sure the kids will do. The, the crazy thing is that both these kids are 10 years old and they are both homeschooled. And so part of their homeschool is doing these book reports on these guests before they have one. They had Ben Gravy, Pro Surfer on. They've had Rob Machado, a couple of Olympians. They just had a snowboarding girl that would just, uh, she's on the Dew Tour and just did the Red Bull uh, Rail Jam in Michigan. And and so they got to do their like little report on these people and then they interview them. And I mean, dude, it's magic watching a 10 year old kid. I mean, Ben Gravy is probably one of the most famous surfers right now. He's a YouTube vlog star. He vlogs his whole professional surfing career. And my kids always start the show off. They always start off with, you know, what do we call you? Do we call you Mr. Gravy, Mr. Ben? And the guy was like, call me whatever you want. And he's like, all right, mashed potatoes and gravy. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't. You can't say that, but it's cute, man. It's they're so sincere, and and their questions are, you know, they asked the the, the snowboarding girl. They were he was like, my son was like, do you like hot chocolate before you snowboard, or do you like coffee? And she's like, oh, I like hot chocolate. And he's like, me too. I like hot chocolate too. And it's just like they go down this whole hot hot cocoa like. It's just so innocent and great. So if you want to be, if you want to cheer yourself up, there's nothing but joy in that podcast, and it gets it's a good break from all the other shit. And your kids will love it too. So uh, it's called Gromit Vomit, G R O M M E T V O M M I T. But today, dude, um, I hope I get some time maybe on Sunday at some point. But there's some new movies out. I want to get onto this really quick before we dive into the big news because because the, the movies that are coming out this week are top tier. First one I already mentioned, Cocaine Bear. What true do you know about space, that? Based on a true story. Based on a true story about a man who was jumping out of an airplane. Was he, he bailed out of an airplane with a parachute? So there was two guys, a former narcotics officer and a Kentucky-based drug smuggler by the name of Andrew C. Thornton II. And they were flying back from Columbia in a Cessna 404 Titan. Uh, they were dropping a shipment off. They dropped the shipment off in Georgia, and they were flying to Knoxville. So this is illegal, uh, right? Like these are these are like this is a narcotics officer gone bad. Yep, found out that they oh. can make way more money on the other side of the fence. Dope, literally dope. <laughs> Retirement's not as great, um, but way more money. So somewhere in the flight, they dropped about 40 plastic containers of cocaine into the wilderness before abandoning the plane somewhere above Knoxville. And they say abandoned. They both jumped out. One of them was killed in the uh, because their parachute didn't open. And that doesn't say what happened with the other one. Uh, the bear 
consumed 34 kilograms, that's 75 US pounds, valued at $2 million. $2 million worth of coke, dude. It's fucking like Tommy Lee, dude. Like, just imagine Scarface, but instead of Scarface, it's just a, just uh, a black bear, like an Appalachian black bear. 175 pound bear. So the crime lab, they found the bear dead. And the crime lab, they they said that for sure it overdosed on cocaine, but they estimated sure. only three or four grams made it into the bloodstream before it died. Oh. And that's kind of where that – there's a little bit of more story that the bear's body, they put it on display someplace, and then it, it went away for a while, and they didn't they know where it They found it at a went. pawn shop. They found they, the stuffed thing at a pawn shop or something. Yep, found it in a pawn shop, and country singer Waylon Jennings <laughs> bought it. <laughs> owned it for a little bit of time and then it's it's currently on display you can go see it today there's a go picture of it here in lexington kentucky at the kentucky for kentucky fun mall dude we gotta go see it. i bet you i bet you after that movie everybody goes and sees that fucking thing we gotta do a meetup in lexington i wonder how far that is from Ian Pitts. Uh, but um that is incredible i am beyond stoked to go see this movie but this is yo, bro look we give you we give first responders if that's all you need for the weekend barbecue, you just heard the whole story of cocaine bear. There is a bear that got jacked up on a whole shitload of cocaine and died. But this movie who has everybody in it, a lot of my favorite actors, like my favorite comedian actors are in this movie. Um, Ray Liotta's in it. Yeah. Ray Liotta's in it. I mean, he's in a lot of those fucking crazy B movies too, but there's like the, the dudes from uh, modern family are in it. Super funny. Um, uh, there were there's the the actor that was in the wire uh the one guy i was talking the about he's TikTok in it. guy did you see the TikTok guy that that he does the video where they're uh where he's in the lows and and uh you remember it was the famous TikToks where they would ask him a question he'd be like i don't know sarah i don't know i just work here blah, 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 you know like Levi, I, I give a fuck i make seven dollars an hour bitch. you know like you remember those videos no i haven't seen i'm not a big TikToker. i don't have TikTok. uh well it, well it was on instagram it was all over social oh. media but it was like it would be like, it would like have a customer survey where it would be like, um, do you have any of this? And it would be like, and he'd be like, I don't know, Karen, do I fucking have any of that? But it was like super funny. He's actually <laughs> in this movie. So there's a lot of like really funny people in this movie and it looks really well made. It doesn't look like a Sharknado. Like it doesn't no. look like, it doesn't look like all computer anime. It looks like, it looks just freaking awesome, dude. It really does. The trailer just got me jacked, bro. Like I'm, I'm all in on this cocaine bear i need some cocaine this morning i'm dying i'm so tired like um, if you go and if you go and watch the trailer the first time you watch it and you go back and go is that the trailer that was actually the trailer because it almost because the first time that i seen it it was in an ad and i thought it was a joke yeah. and then somebody else told me about it and i was like okay so then i started looking into it i was like holy crap yeah this is gonna be amazing it's gonna be amazing because you can only imagine what that bear was like before it died so the the actual story <laughs> what happened between the time that it ingested the cocaine and uh, when it died is unknown and they don't know for sure they don't have any reported deaths or injuries or anything that came along with it so there is that liberty has been taken in the movie but a 175 pound american black bear overdosed on 34 kilograms of cocaine yeah baby I like it. I like it a lot. Um, if you're going to go out, that's the way to go out. Make it expensive. That's the way I want to go, baby. That's the way I want to go. 
I want to be an apex predator for just a few minutes, man. Like put me in a, put me in a, give me a bunch of Coke and a cell full of pedos. So let me go fucking nuts. Just go crazy. So let me go savage until I die, baby. Let me go savage. Uh, I'm excited about cocaine bear, man. I'm, I'm going to go see the movie and then we're going to talk about the movie. Maybe we should, I'll try to do something with the private group. Maybe we can like all plan to go see it. And then that way we can all talk about it in discord afterwards, like make a own little discord about it. That'll be super fun. But, um, another movie that's coming out, uh, here pretty soon that looks really fucking good is not the new magic. Mike, there is a new magic Mike coming out though, by the way, it's magic. Mike's last dance. I'm not going to go see it. I might wait until it comes out on Netflix though. Um, but 80 for Brady, bro. Have you seen the trailer to 80 for Brady? Nope. So it's about these 80 year old chicks who are obsessed with Tom Brady. And, uh, and, and they're, they're all like the super funny women from like the early eighties. Um, Jane Fonda, Sally Field. Yep. 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 I have yep. pulled up, or I have the cast pulled up here. Yeah, Rita Moreno, um, of course Tom Brady's in it. Lily Tomlin oh. or Lou, um, Harry Hamlin, um, Gronk's Jane in Fonda, it. Gronkowski. Oh, dude, I watched. <laughs> I watched the trailer to this shit, dude. It looks hilarious. It looks really, really funny, really well made. Um, yeah, it, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good movie. Eighty for Brady. I like the movies are getting back to being good again. Yeah, and there's original. Like this isn't like a remake. You know, yep. like, we went through. It feels like we've gone through like five years of nothing but remakes it's the or same like stuff. sequels. You know, yep. Top Gun two, like revisited. You know, all these. Just, these are original OG movies, and they look like they're going to be really, really, really good. So, uh, I'm excited for that one. And and uh, and then there's another one coming out that looks like a little bit weird. Uh, if you're into like weird like Marvel movies, but uh, Quantum Mania. Ant-Man and Wasp. I, I'm, I'm not into it anymore. I'm done. I've lost, because you almost need to get a degree in the Avengers universe. Like you have to go to college for the Avengers to be able to, this is this timeline and this is where this movie lines up. Let me, yeah. I, I'll watch the movies and I'll enjoy the movies when I watch it. But beyond that, I don't, I, I, that's where it ends. Yeah. Um. All Quiet on the Western Front was remade. It was really, really good. I've already seen that. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, go to the movies. Treat your girl to a nice movie. There's a bunch of new movies out, man. A man called. Um, probably not gonna go see that actually. Oh, and it's the Titanic 25th anniversary remastered. So, wonder if her tits look any better remastered. So here's I something have to I, that, remaster that, that, bait to that scene. If you know what I mean. Here's a funny thing about that scene. So if you think about it, and the character that she portrayed was a 17 year old girl. So that scene, she was technically 17. Okay. So Titanic is celebrated real it's round for child porn. Yeah, but she wasn't 17. She showed her the teeth. Act, the actress wasn't, but the like the actual person, but the character. Hmm. Fuck, does that make me a pedo for jerking off? Well, no, because I didn't jerk off when I was an adult. I was I was uh I was probably in middle school when that movie came. No, I was in high school when that movie came out. So I was still doing uh, I think, it. Dude. I think we were in middle school, like eighth. I fell asleep in that movie. I went and saw it with my mom. I fell asleep in the theater and I woke up when my mom like smashed her hand over my eyes 
to like cover my eyes during the nude scene that I didn't even know was coming. And I'm like, and I like move my mom's hand and I just see a glorious set of yayas. And um, I was like, whoa, like now I was instantly awake for the rest of the movie. And then I laughed hysterically when that dude fell and then hit the propeller and, was like, I, and then flipped. And I flips. lost my shit at the end. My mom was like, stop it. What's wrong with you? Oh, my the God. very first time that we went to go see it, I went with my mom and it was sold out. So we went oh. and watched Goodwill Hunting instead. <laughs> and I don't like it's a good movie. A middle middle schooler watching that, I hated it. Sure. All I remember was right. every other word was fuck. <laughs> I need to go to Boston, and if I do, I need to say fuck a lot. That's the uh-huh. that's what I got out of it. But then going back as an adult and watching, I'm like, man, that's an amazing movie. You're an idiot when you were a kid. You don't know anything. Yeah. You don't know anything. I got a crazy story about Schindler's List, but I can't say it here. I save that for my comedy nights. My stand up comedy. For the meetup, April twelfth. Yeah, maybe I'll do a little stand up for the for the for the April twelfth. But um there was a thief, and I don't know if you saw this, but this was in London. Uh, a man with prosecutors said broke into a UK industrial park to steal two hundred thousand chocolate Easter eggs, Cadbury eggs. He already pled guilty to the theft and the criminal damage. Do you know how much two hundred thousand chocolate Easter eggs is worth? Well, if it's a dollar piece, it's at least two hundred thousand dollars. So I'm gonna go simple math: half a million to three quarters of a million dollars. No. Well, one, how many how many pounds do you think that is? Well, if it, if it was two hundred thousand that he took, right? Cadbury eggs, yeah. So if they sell them for a dollar a piece, that's... but they don't. It was worth thirty eight thousand dollars. Oh, it was well, okay, uh, thirty one thousand so pounds worth thirty eight thousand dollars. So when you get prosecuted in bulk, you get bulk prosecution pricing. Yeah, I'm guessing <laughs> the value the value decreases in your in your in your estimates when you go for prosecution, when you deal stuff in bulk. Mm, but why? Why I do you the, want to, I mean, that seems like a lot of work. Like, is there, is there, a, is there an underground market for Cadbury eggs? What's the, like, I like the, the Cadbury, do, they, do they have the fucking cream in the middle? I think so. Yeah. Like, but, but my thought process would be, what's the intent? What's the, the end goal? Are you going to resell them? Or are you going to market? Trying to jack the eat, prices way up? Like what's going eat on? Eat them like, all. Do you, you have the competitor is like the 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 british cadbury eggs or have a competitor or something so <laughs> he a- broke the lock on the gate um and then opened the gate jumped into the truck that had a trailer containing 200 000, uh, 31,000 pounds of cadbury eggs on it okay no so- i'm sorry i'm so sorry it, it contained 31,000 pounds, which is $38,000 worth. Just... Fucking C student over nah. here. I saw pounds and I thought, wait, no, that's money. With $38,000 worth of Cadbury eggs, 200,000 Cadbury eggs on there. And uh, he had planned the theft and that he had previous convictions for handling stolen goods. So it's not his first time. Um, but he gave up without a fight. And uh, that's the story. It doesn't say why. Doesn't say why I, he did it. I can't, I can't imagine that gets a lot of cred in jail either. What are you in for? Oh, I, I, I shot my teacher. Oh, what are you in for? Oh, I, I stole eight cars. Oh, what are you in for? Remember that dude that stole all those Cadbury eggs? Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at him right here. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I, I'm, I'm doing time for trafficking. What were you trafficking? 200,000 
Cadbury chocolate eggs. eggs. Not even it's all fucking milk chocolate, man. I hate milk chocolate. I got dark I chocolate all day, dude. Like I'm, I'm not a big sweet. Per- my wife will say the otherwise, but like I'll have stints of sweet stuff. Like I'll just be like, all right, now I want sweets, and I'll have sweets for like a week or two, and then after that, I'm like, I'm done, I'm over it, and I won't have it for like two or three months. Mm, man, I love, I love me some dark chocolate, dude. I love dark chocolate. But yeah, we got a the next up in the weird news, and then we'll jump on the more serious shit. But uh, woman was flying, and she was in the Detroit. I guess airport in Detroit, Michigan, uh, Metro, the Detroit Metropolitan Airport, and customs found a baby dolphin skull in her luggage. Now, they're making a big to do about this. I don't think she killed the fucking dolphin. Do you know how many dolphin skulls or like washed up weird shit when I used to live on the ocean my entire life? I, I mean, I grew up living very close to the beach, went to the beach every day almost. And worked on a deep sea fishing boat and, and worked on the dock for, for many years, all through high school and such. So, but I mean, dude, there's like dead sea turtles on the beach. Like, you know, I, I've seen a girl, I've seen a girl cut the head off a dead sea turtle off because she wanted the skull. Um, I don't know that it's that big of a deal. I get it. You're not allowed to, to, to possess that because, you know, then it would be a poaching type deal. But I guarantee you this chick had no idea that, that was a law. And I know that ignorance isn't an excuse, but there's kids when it comes to prosecution, they look for intent, right? Cause so they'll ask what's the intent behind, like, is she, that's like this one of thirties that she has like 29 others in her collection. Or is this like, Oh, I was on a vacation someplace and I found this and I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Like I tried, I found a, a in Afghanistan, we were doing a reconnaissance mission of a, of a ridgeline. And we got up there because there were some fighting positions that that some helicopters or or um, some aircraft. I don't know which kind of aircraft, but I'd spotted like some fighting positions. So we put together this huge ordeal op order to try to go up there and see what this is. And, you know, it could be the next Hamburger Hill or it could be nothing, you know. And we actually get up there and uh, there, there there's fighting positions and there's like a trench. And dude, there was like glass bottle uh, IVs like saline bottles, like the old glass ah, ones. Yeah. Um, there was gauze and bandages everywhere. There was boots. There was like cut off jackets that were all like rotted away. Like there had been like some kind of like Russian battle up there, probably in the seventies, late seventies. That's crazy, crazy shit. And I found a helmet with a bullet hole in it and a petrified brain still in the, the helmet, or at least that's what we thought it was a petrified brain, but it was like a, there was like a petrified mold inside of this, like a cask, like of a, of a brain inside of this. It almost looked like a bird's nest, but, but it's not, you know what I mean? And, um, and so I dumped it out of the helmet and we cleaned up the helmet, but it definitely had a bullet hole like straight through the helmet. And I was going to bring that home. Cause I just thought this is the coolest thing in the world. And they took it, the customs took it away because they, they said it was a war trophy. When, when was this? Two, 2005 is when I would have found it. Yeah. Like, Oh, four is when customs really started cracking down on things like Oh, four, like, cause we got a lot of stuff through in Oh, four. Right. That, that you didn't, that they didn't get through in Oh, five. Cause they're like, well, we got this through last year. Yeah. Like rugs and shit. They were like cracking down on how many rugs you could send home. DVDs. DVDs were a big one. Oh, yeah. That was right. Cause you could get like, you could get like 30 DVDs on one DVD in Afghanistan, like well, all new release it, movies. <laughs> 
and they're like there's like the, the 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 like it was all copies so sometimes it was either a copy of the actual movie or it's some dude sitting somebody in the, in the theater, theater. <laughs> you hear people coughing, coughing and, laughing and stuff and the subtitles or oh, it'll be like in turkish or be like in some arabic something and then you've got like the english subtitles on it oh yeah, yeah. i've still got dvds from back then from way back then dude i bought a porn when i was over there it was like a whole bunch of different porns on one porn dvd and uh we were going through it and there was this one porn where this chick dies by getting fucked by a horse and i'm scarred for life like it was like what the fuck we didn't have any of that we had the we had i was over there in 03 and 04 so it was all like the beheading stuff because that was what's big was back then yeah but that was more like they were it wasn't something that you shared on dvds it was like intel briefings that you're like hey don't get caught because they're gonna take your head off kind of deal well yeah yeah we saw those videos too um yeah because you never knew what you were gonna get you know like sometimes no. you'd buy a dvd and you'd think it's gonna be fast and furious too and you know it's fast and or, furious porn edition you, you get some you find one little kit like because it was like because i don't know where you got we got it from like the bazaars we go like yeah that's what we did and, yeah we'd go yeah. to like the bazaar and yeah if you found like the guy or the kid because it was usually kids that we had the best ones so like some like teenagers or like young 20 year old somethings but they usually had the best ones and you find like the ones like oh yeah you keep going to that one because they get the good ones and then they get a bad one or whatever or they just yeah. they just stop showing up that was that happened a lot too <laughs> oh those are the good days. Those are the good old days. Speaking of like 2005 Afghanistan, um, I, I was uh, in a tent and uh, I was in a, a bee hut, like it was like a plywood hut. And I was in the, the, the hut and it started to shake. And I thought somebody grabbed like a forklift and was picking the hut up to like do something with it. And so I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I'm like, I'm still in here. What the fuck? And it was like moving and I had to get out of my chair and like crawl on the floor because I couldn't stand up because it was shaking. It was moving. It was like, it literally felt like, like if you've ever driven a Bobcat and you, you've, you don't have the, the throttle just right. It's and you're like, like moving it. It's a like herky jerky. Like yep. I was getting like jerked around in this thing and kind of find out it was like this massive earthquake that was happening. And, and we were feeling, we were feeling the, the after effects of it. The real one was in, Pakistan and it killed like I want to say killed like seventy five thousand people or something like that, dude. It was huge. It was like one of the biggest catastrophic. Uh, I I think I remember that. Like, uh, yeah, I, I do. Do maybe maybe it was more than seventy five thousand. It was like a lot, like a lot of people died, dude. A lot of people died. Um, it was like oh, it was like October two thousand five in Pakistan. I think October eighth. Um, October eighth. And it says yeah. estimated 69,000 to 75,000 uh, injured an estimated 86,000 oh, okay. to 87,000 were dead and 2.8 oh, million were displaced. It was a magnitude 7.6. Yeah. Yeah. So I, when we were like right on the border yeah. and, uh, and that was crazy. So I just saw in the news um, that, you know, Turkey's obviously been getting just ransacked by, by these, um, earthquakes and aftershocks earthquakes and so now they've had another aftershock which was a 6.4 magnitude and one of, the, one of the interesting things i saw about this article was that because of the last one that like injured like you know where we saw all those buildings collapsing last mm -hmm. week 
Um, that in this one, everybody was like, nope, fuck it. And everybody ran out of their houses and into the middle of the streets. So that's why a lot of people are dead for this one because no, nobody wanted to stay put because they were all afraid that the buildings were going to collapse it like they did last week. So you damned if you do and damned if you don't, I guess. Right. I've often, yeah. wondered, I've, I've never felt an earthquake. I've often, like I've, I've experienced a lot. I've, I've never felt it. I've never been in a hurricane. I've been in some really bad storms. I've seen tornadoes and stuff like that, but I've never felt an earthquake. So I can't imagine yeah, being it's, in a, it's like, bizarre. Cause you, then you, you do, you, you question how solid that foundation is that you're still in. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. They say to like get underneath a table or get underneath a desk. Shit's going to like fall and collapse, but it's wild, dude. I was in that little bee hut, man. And I literally like, and then like everybody had like come out because mo- most everybody was intense, but I was just in this bee hut um, because that's where you had like, like where you kept like equipment and gear. And so like, I, I guess everybody else was just like standing on the ground. And so they knew it was an earthquake, right? Because obviously a forklift's not going to pick up the ground, but like I'm in this bee hut. So I thought like, I, I thought somebody was trying to fucking move the, the hut. So I'm like, I come out and I'm like, who the fuck is moving the hut? You know, like acting off, you know, <laughs> ready and, to get in a fight with somebody. <laughs> right. And like, everybody's just like, uh, hiding up underneath the, uh, you know, everybody's like coming out like, Whoa, what the fuck, you know, uh, just crazy stuff. So, um, anyway, my heart goes out to Turkey, man. It's wild though. I feel like these earthquakes are almost apocalyptic at this point. I mean, we had a whole bunch last week. Brazil got smoked. I think, um, Syria, got one i mean there was like 12 countries it's a bunch of them it, i because i wonder if it's because it'll come once like with earthquakes usually once one triggers you'll get like the, the big aftershocks you'll get them for quite some time because everything has to right. settle now yeah so then that settling could be like okay well this settled over here but it triggers this stuff over here to now want to move so then it'll cause other earthquakes other places yeah, uh, Hydroman says that he's felt one in North Carolina. When I first moved to North Carolina in about 2010 or 2011, there was an earthquake that happened in Kentucky that we felt here in North Carolina. And the my my wife thought, like, you know, what was that? There's something wrong with the fireplace because the fireplace was rattling. She was like, "Why is this thing rattling?" And it, dude, it went on for like over a minute. But I was working at a wine store at the time. This is when I just got in the military before I became a cop. I tried to be a wine salesman, didn't work out because I was a shitty salesman. But all the wine bottles were like, and I was like, what the fuck is, what kind of like haunted satanic shit's going on in here? But I didn't feel the ground to move. Um, but obviously it was moving. So yeah, those earthquakes are, are, are pretty weird, man. It's pretty wild, pretty wild shit. My studio is right near a train depot. So, you know, my whole studio will shake every couple hours. And um, it's crazy know. how much, the ground like when you think about like the like the earth like how much it actually moved like we think we're solid but it's we're really not yeah it's bizarre isn't it man it's like a, a lot of bizarre stuff you know science is a bizarre thing and uh, speaking of science and bizarre things you know there's new new news coming out about the, the balloons that were shot down um which we got to get into here now is these these balloons are now like research balloons that a lot of them weren't even spy like the one was a spy balloon right that's what the government has come out and said the one was a spy balloon. now one says it was a uh, a research balloon by a hobby balloon people and then this other balloon they still can't the, the other two balloons they can't find um the weather's too bad and the the land is too vast in alaska so we can't find the other balloons um and i don't think they found the balloon in lake huron either 
I'm sure somebody's looking for it. Right. And do you buy that it's a research balloon? Like all of a sudden, just these research balloons are like just coincidence that now it's like now we're finding them. If it is a research balloon, my first question is, how do these billion dollar planes with these pilots that have X amount of hours of training, you can't distinguish that? How much money have we expended? How much money did we spend to figure out that it wasn't? That's where my brain starts going. How much? Yeah, like you shoot like a four hundred thousand dollars Sidewinder missile at this thing, at a rubber balloon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be- belong to some kids from some university and somewhere. And, and don't they have to like? You can't. Like, can we just send balloons up if you want to? Like you can't no, even fucking there's... fly a drone without a license. So like, are we not just like calling and saying, "Yo, we're send-, like our balloons"? Just I mean, what if a plane hits one of these fucking things? I'll I can look into it. They have a like the like the weather balloons and stuff like that. The the, the weather service sets up. Those are all tracked. They all they can follow the entire trajectory of where it's going. Then right. and then they have they try to get them into the upper levels because like commercial flights I think are some like the commercial flights like the low forties like forty one forty two right. like maybe forty five thousand for like a private jet or something like that. But once you get above there. Then you're in the like military jets and spy like right. anything above that you should be good, and then that that lower transition stuff as long as it's around the cities or the big like around the airports is where the main transition stuff is. So right yeah, now, all that so stuff we've got is, these, now we've got all these blones flying at twenty six to forty thousand feet. Um, yeah, and it, that's like 20, unprecedented. Like we haven't seen this before. Twenty six is low. That's that's low enough that you like at forty thousand feet a balloon you're not going to see it. But at twenty six thousand feet, you're you'll be able to see that. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. it doesn't look good for the Biden administration, to be honest with you. Like, pretty embarrassing, and, and that whole thing's got to be embarrassing. And you you've got to know that that's got to have some kind of effect going into elections coming up. Because you just, allowed a balloon to fly across protected airspace, like airspace that's a lot of like military airspace. I mean, it, it, it went over some of our the most our sensitive areas in the country, and then we shoot it down in South Carolina. It's just not a good look, man. And, and, and it doesn't build a lot of faith in human, you know, in, in, in Americans, right? Like I don't, I don't trust the government anymore. Now I don't even trust them to keep me safe. Like you can't even protect me from some kind of bizarro balloon that's fl- flying over. Like what if this balloon had a nuclear device on it? What if it had like a COVID blanket? You know what I mean? Cause it's, and then they, because you, you, we talk about it, it's happening now, because for sure you can see the balloons. We see it. We, it's, it's on camera in the news. But then they're saying that we've had balloons under the Trump administration, too. But like, I'm sure stuff happens every day that we don't know about. Right. But once then once you start putting these things together, like, OK, is it just some random stuff every day or is it something bigger? Are we? Are we being probed? Are we saying how far can we get? Because, I mean, we're all, we all come from the same genes. We're all the same special kind of people. When you fart, it smells the same as everybody else. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. your shit stinks. Like no one's special. So to think that the government or somebody has some higher intelligence that this, it's not. We're the same C plus students. Right. It's, I yeah, uh, I just wonder. I wonder because we like we were talking last week, and it started getting to where we were onto the rants. Where 
there's kind of like it's so much right now there's yeah, so I mean, many like like I said like it, it, right now like if you maybe you should be worried about saving face a little bit you know especially if you know if I'm a Democrat right like I feel like okay well hey guys we're not looking too good right now there's a lot of memes being made of us like you know I kind of felt that you know during the Trump administration like I, I felt like there was a lot of stuff that we were doing that were that Republicans are putting their foot in their mouths or you know that I, I I wanted more right like I wanted more out of the party like hey you know like let's stop with these shenanigans and let's like you know let's you know get ready to win an election if I'm a Democrat right now I'm sitting there going you guys are making us look too good right now like maybe you guys should start trying to save a little bit of faith uh face because you look at what's going on in Ohio with the train derailment. Now the media is doing what the media does, right? Like they're just fucking everything up. I've already yelled about it. I already freaked the freak out about it. Yes. Last week. Um, and, and, and now after I was able to comb through all the propaganda, I was able to pull up some real stats on train derailments. Um, and, and train derailments are not that uncommon. Matter of fact, there's pretty much like three to four every single day. Uh, most of them don't have any kind of, you know, serious significant impact uh, other than just the train got derailed. But, you know, for example, in 2021, uh, uh, eight people died from train derailments and 118 people were injured, um, even though there was 1,627 train accidents involving passengers and cargo trains. So, um you know, it's, you it's, think with with the amount of trains that we like, we move like we move more freight than we do people on trains. We're probably one of the only nations that is like that, where everybody else in the world can move people on trains and mass transit and stuff. But we we use a lot of freight, and like you were saying, it's ta- like what's a derailment? If it just comes off the tracks, is that a derailment? Yeah. So most nine, of these are mo- cars. Like, like a big giant percent of these are derailments that happen that are reported that happen like inside of a train yard and have way less than a hundred thousand dollars. Now, if it reaches a hundred thousand dollar mark, it's called a serious incident. You know that it's you know, and then if it goes up from there, you know, you can get into catas- catastrophic incidents. According to this derailment. Um, that happened in Palestine, Ohio, it is actually being considered not a catastrophic accident. Well, that's why you can't get any FEMA help. Right. So it's not, and, and, you know, they're very, I mean, I guess they're transparent. Again, it's the propaganda train. So you don't know what to, what to believe, what not to believe, but it's being downplayed as like, this isn't a catastrophic event. Uh, that, that, that dilution is on our side. So they're saying that the air is so grand, like it's so big, the atmosphere is so large and huge that these are just minuscule particles after even a few hours because of, because dilution is our friend. Um, and that there is an, an, a, there was an effect that, that, that 3,500 fish have reportedly died in the local waterways, but now dilution by water, um, that we shouldn't see any more, more of those deaths. Uh, nobody's really touched on the amount of birds that have died. And I've seen some crazy videos who knows if they're real about birds, like littering parking lots and, and being dead. But right now they're saying that there isn't any potential hazardous air right now. And so everybody's being able to go back to their house. There's no long-term risk to health. We just said that there was long-term health health risks in stoves. And now you want me to believe that there's no long-term health? From from just natural gas that we've had in our houses for how long? 
Right. So, you know, who knows what to believe and who knows, but now they're saying that they're safe. And what they recommend now is that you still drink out of a bottled water. However, you should open up all the windows in your house and clean your, and, and then clean your house. Um, now if, if I'm, I'm the president though, I am making, I'm making some, some speeches about this, right? Like this is a perfect getting opportunity. Out of right. This to save face. But he yep. doesn't. He goes to Ukraine. I don't have a problem with Ukraine, right? Because maybe maybe the problems in Ukraine, especially since um, Putin just announced that he's not going to sign this, you know, he, that he's not going to re-sign this pact that the United States had where they were able to inspect each other's nuclear weaponry, which I think is really weird because you know we're not letting Putin inspect our nuclear armament. And we're not, and we're not getting full look up that skirt either. And, you know, we're not getting a school. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't even know what that pact, like, I mean, I guess it's significant, but at the end of the day, like, who's being honest? Nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or it could be just a puff of the chest. Like, oh, yeah, well, we have this, but we still have this. Just don't forget we have, like, it could be that too, but yeah, I don't. Right. I. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But still, you would think, right? <coughs> I mean, if, if I'm a Democrat, right? If I'm a Democrat, like I'm, I'm, I'm in my brain going, like, okay, you guys don't want to put like a real statement out about this. Like, I mean, if it's if it, why? What's the point of not like if if what the news is saying is real, that it's been diluted, that it's completely safe, that this isn't even close to being Chernobyl, this isn't anywhere close to being um, Flint, Michigan then then why don't you get out there and say that fuck dude if i'm the president and i really believe that if i believe the, the science on that i'll tell my kid to get in the creek and i'll get in the creek with him and we'll have like a little splashy fight if you're saying that the creeks are now safe prove it bitch prove it <laughs> military i was taught one of the one of the couple of things that i've just been harped on is leaders lead from the front you lead from the by example you right. don't you don't tell people what to do you ex show them you give them exam. This is this is how this is safe because I'm doing this. Look, I I'll put my weight of me behind it. There's no nothing behind anything. They're like, oh, it's safe. And if it's not, there's no accountability on the back end for, hey, there's these thousands of people that are now needing this help that they're not getting because it's not classified high enough. Right now, what's crazy about that is like we had a hurricane that was headed towards us. I don't know, four or five years ago here in North Carolina and it, it diverted, it, it turned into a tropical depression, which is less than a tropical storm. And it moved across the state and men, I mean, there was some flood damage. There was some flood damage in some of the low line areas, but really because it moved South so quickly that it did not hang over the, the, the rain was, it was, it was embarrassing. I growing up in Florida, that was an embarrassing storm. Um, I've had thunderstorms, that caused more water damage than, than this storm. Um, and the, and, and they rolled out the disaster relief FEMA, you know, for tropical depression, but you're not going to pull FEMA out for this, for this town. This seems like a no brainer, I, right? Like to save at least face, just do it. What, 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 what is it? Like what, what's, I mean, from a, just from a, a not even, we we won't pretend that we care about the people there for a second. Just from know, the but here's the thing: is I bet it. you that's why they don't do it. I'm saying if they roll out FEMA, then it then they then they say, well, if we roll out FEMA, then it proves that this is a disaster and it's not a disaster. Yep. 
Yep. There, I think that there's, but how is it not a disaster? Like you had to evacuate an entire town. Like that means your economy shut down for an entire day. North Carolina's economy shut down for one day during that tropical depression. And that was it. And they rolled out FEMA. So the economy in that area shut down for the entire day and you don't want to give them some kind of future grant or, or help them out with their, you're telling them that they got to drink water, like open your window. I don't like, it might be warm enough there right now to run your, with your shirt off this morning, but you're not leaving your windows up in your house all night. Are you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, our windows are open right now, but you're like in the lower, like upper fifties, lower sixties, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, last night it was 69. Yeah, at Northeast Ohio, yeah, Northeast Ohio is not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they're 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 just you know they're you know a nut hair away from lake effect. Well, why, like, why are we opening our windows? Like, I mean, I like feel like it's if, that, and there are any particles now they're getting into your house. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know. I don't know. I anytime like every day is just reaffirming that anything the government says you just don't believe or just right. take it with a grain of salt and say okay if well prove if we can prove what you're saying then okay then if not then it's just in one ear and out the other. But yeah. instead of being in Ohio, he uh, he goes to Ukraine. Yeah, and and like I, I I get it. Maybe the shit in Ukraine is really important right now. And, and that things are escalating. Look, I, I'm already calling it, dude. Like, uh, Ukraine is not going to be Ukraine come come April. Definitely not come May. So, like, there was. I'm not sure what we're holding on to at this point. Like, that shit's going to be done with here pretty quick. Um, and it's ramping up. And, and so I, I get that, that that's important. But if I, again, if I'm a Democrat, I'm going, I'm losing my mind right now going, y'all can't say anything. You can't say something just say something to these people so that they have some kind of sense of comfort because when you don't say something all we can do is speculate and that's where all these conspiracy theories and that's why news media outlets to include fox news are now starting to report on every train derailment that goes on in the country why doesn't the president get out there and say hey listen there's, there's three to four train derailments every single day are we just gonna are we just gonna lose our minds every time a train derails now for the for the, for the rest because that's what we do right like cops get engaged and uses a force all the time but you know when we think it's cool then we're gonna make it the new hot topic and right now train derailments are that new new trendy hot topic but it takes a real leader to get ahead of that and kind of squash that rumor mill and say like look you know here's here's what's really going on in Ohio my guess is they don't know what's going on in Ohio or we I mean it's not like we have a secretary of transportation. I mean, I mean, that, yeah, what's up with that thing? E I mean, what do you call him? What's up with they? <laughs> uh, Pete Booty Judge. I mean, he's always on vacation. And yeah. when everything, everything, isn't the like other the, one though? Like, what's the other one? Isn't the other one like a furry or some shit? Uh, was it him or was, uh, well, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But like, we, like, if by, if, okay, so if we're, we're, we're triaging stuff and we're saying that Ukraine is more important then Ohio, we, we still need to send something. We have a transportation secretary. Where is that? We have a, the governor of Ohio has been talking about it, but where is every, like nobody else's help. Like this is a perfect opportunity for political people to be political, but at the same time, they need some help out there. Well, Buttigieg put out about an hour ago. This is from the Washington AP transportation secretary. Pete Buttigieg sent a letter Sunday to the CEO of Norfolk Southern warning that the freight rail company must demonstrate 
unequivocal support for the people of East Palestine, Ohio, and surrounding areas after a fiery train derailment led to the release of chemicals and, and residents expressing concerns about their health. So here we go. We've got this extremely poisonous, gaseous substance that's been released into the air and now by the railroad company. And now it's the railroad company. No, bitch, you get in FEMA, you get in like all these other people, they clean it up and then they send a bill to the railroad. Because what do you think the railroad's going to do? They're not going to do it. They're doing what they're doing right now. They're going to put they're on a little to, fan and they, be like, yeah, we did. Yeah, we, you know. Damage we, control. That's all it is. They're yeah. trying to limit the amount of money that they have to spend on this. Norfolk Southern must live up to its commitment to make residents whole and must also live up to its obligation to do whatever it takes to stop putting communities such as East Palestine at risk, Buttigieg wrote. This is the right time for Norfolk Southern to take the leadership position within the rail industry, shifting to a posture that focuses on supporting, not thwarting, efforts to raise the standard of U.S. rail safety regulation. Hmm. Um. Governor Mike DeWine said Friday that the chemicals that spilled into the Ohio River are no longer a risk, even as the people in the community say they have constant headaches and irritated eyes. The state plans to open a medical clinic in the village of 4,700 to analyze their symptoms, despite repeat statements that the air and water testing has shown no signs of contaminants. Well, because it's just going to take enough time because all that water gets down to the Ohio River and then that right. gets down to the Mississippi River. So there's – it'll get just – I mean like when Chernobyl happened – because that's what they kind of talked about. Like they keep referring to like is this the Ohio – the U.S. – it's not Chernobyl. But no, how really. we're able to figure this stuff out is they're not giving the accurate information out. Somebody else is like, yeah, this is what's really going on. And then they're – Going back, I'm like, oh yeah, this is what happened. This that's that's what's really going on, and it's like, like they're they're not really they're 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 in damage control right now. That's all they're they're doing. Yeah, this, and this for sure has nothing to do with the railroad workers in December going on wanting to go on strike. <laughs> so all of because I remember all of like late last year that was was one of the things that was kind of in the news was the railroad workers and their contract deal and strike. So in December, they stood, they voted 18 to 15 to impose a tentative contract deal that reached in September with a dozen unions representing 115,000 workers from the railroads who would have gone on strike on December 7th or December 9th. Right. Would provide, they were, one of the things that they were trying to get was uh, pre-approved sick day leaves. <laughs> but yeah, that, but you you know you've got you've got the the people that are there they want to go on strike so I don't I don't know any place else that you've worked in your past but if if the consensus is we want to go on strike you're not getting up and getting your cup of coffee with a chipper smile on your face going into work going I want to do a great job at work today <sighs> you're right. thinking about going on strike so do you have the railroad I'm not blaming anything I put blame I'm just trying to you could put a bigger picture on things like the writings on the wall with a lot of things, like with, with the railroads, with our transportation, with the country in general, you can look at the writing on the wall and we can either, I mean, we, we can, all we can do is just try to prepare as most as possible. Yeah. Um, this is a, it's a fun time to be alive, right? Like the news is entertaining. There's something to, to, to get into every, every week. It's like, who needs sitcom TV when you have, 
you know, the last two administrations. I mean, there's always something. I mean, like I, my biggest fear when Trump left office was we're not going to have anything to meme about anymore. We're not going to have anything to talk about. News is going to die because literally they've invested their whole life. They've invested, they put all their eggs in the Trump basket and now he's gone. What do you do now? Of course they kept him in the news as much as they could because that's all they had. They were a one trick pony. And, and you know, another part of me is like, are we just making shit now to like talk about? Like, are these balloons even real? Or are we just making news so that we have something to boost ratings? Because now everybody's back in the news. You know, we went months where I, I was like, man, does anybody watch the news anymore? Now everybody's starting to tune back into the news because there's so much to talk about. We've got a little war going on in Russia and Ukraine. We've got Chinese spy balloons going on. We've got Palestinian, uh, we got the Palestine, Ohio train leaks. We got train derailments. We got um, cops beating that ass. I mean, big media is back, baby. Big government's back. Big media is back. Big wars back. All the bullshit that we didn't have during the Trump administration. It's all back now. Election season is going to be coming up. So the difference, my thought was, but the difference between Trump memes and Biden memes, the Trump memes were like kafifi. Right. Okay. Yeah. So who who didn't get to go home over their kafifi meme? Whereas the one meme from Ohio is when you go, what do you do in Ohio? And it's a picture of this train wreck and it says leave. <laughs> so like we still have memes, but in, in these memes, like communities are destroyed. Right. Like and we, and we just meme on it because we know we're just, okay, that's. It's another community off the map. Right. Yeah, we got another Flint, Michigan. You know. I and don't though. Like, I mean, like, I I think it's crazy though. It's like, you know, in one hand you say that something small, you know, causes a you know, cow farts fucking ruining the ozone. And they make a huge deal about cow farts. And then they just completely downplay the train derailment. And I get it, maybe the train derailment, I mean it happened, right? We can't all just freak out about it. And maybe they are telling the truth. But I think if, like I said, again, if I'm a Democrat, I want the president to speak about this. I want the president to actually act like he cares about this because I feel like, you know, I feel like they're doing the very lawyer, like plead the fifth type thing. And that's not good for anybody. If we just don't talk about it, it'll go away. Right. And, and, but, and, I mean, but at this point, it's embarrassing to the country. What's going on in this country is, is, is embarrassing. It's not good. And whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, like you're embarrassed to be an American right now. We're not the top leader country. We don't have the, the pride that we once had. You know, the Super Bowl shows suck. They all suck. Like, I don't care if she did a great job or she did a good job. It's still shitty to have her for the fucking Super Bowl. Like, wh why isn't like Metallica or Iron Maiden or like, like something that, you know, like, little Wayne or somebody that like gets you jacked up, you know, for, for football, like, you know, uh, why do we got to listen to Rihanna? Like no football player listens to Rihanna before he goes out there on the field, and grinds it out, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's the, like, there's a lot of, I just don't watch stuff. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I mean the I Grammys, just, pff, I used to love, I used to love that shit. I used to love it. Nah, I remember because I remember because we were just like the other like yesterday actually I was watching flipping through YouTube and a, a an old Conan video it was a Conan opening to it's a twenty two thousand six or two thousand eight Grammys one of those two but you know how they they used to do those like long opening stints where they'd have like Conan or the the host would be involved with like all the big TV shows that were on that year so that that whatever that season was he showed up in Lost he showed up in right. The Office he showed up in like. But he had like Breaking Bad, they had, like they had the cast members. They were like, 
I remember watching that. I was like, man, that those times are good. Like you, you don't get that stuff anymore. No, no. But what we do get though is on April 12th, Wednesday, April 12th, the meetup in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, or just outside of Raleigh in Clayton, North Carolina. A lot of people are getting the hotel rooms, man. It's, it's, it's going to be a big event. So it starts at Insula Distilling Company from five to eight, live music, um, drinks at the distillery, and then a private meetup back at the, the studio from eight to 10. And so we'll have like some 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 free snacks and food and free beer and wine and everything for everybody. And you get to hang out. Um, Drew Breezy, myself, Deadleg, Jonathan Bates, Andrea Uplate, Ashley Tanzi will all be up on stage doing a big Q&A. We'll have some stand-up comedy stuff. It's going to be a fun night. If you want to come to this meetup, um, Hydra Man Blue says, what's the hotel? It is the uh, Comfort Suites in Clayton, North Carolina. Comfort Suites in Clayton, North Carolina. We do have security on hand. We do have people being shuttled back and forth. So, you know, all those things you can, you can kind of send us your, a DM on failure stops, Instagram page and kind of get you on the list and get you with the group of people. Um, but it is going to be a, a really fun, uh, event on April 12th. Also, uh, hit up that ghost bed right now, baby. They, they're offering 40% off with this president's day sale. It's out of control. Um, uh, mental health starts with, uh, with good sleep. And so, you know, if you're a first responder and you're not on a ghost bed, baby, what are you sleeping on? What are you sleeping on? Uh, if you get a good sleep, you're a better person. If you're a better person, you're a better lover. If you're a better lover, you're a better cop. So it's really, truly an investment. Get you something to sleep on to make you a better human being. Um, I had a great show today. I'm about to pack up this studio and head my ass to Virginia Beach. We will be at Coastal Edge in Virginia Beach. Um, so hit up Coastal Edge. Check out my son's little kiosk with his buddy, JB2. And uh, go buy some merch. Go buy some Gromit Vomit merch on their behalf from the uh, from the shops there. Well, we're still working on some failure to stop stuff in, in the works here. But lots to come here on the failure to stop network, man. Hope you enjoyed today's show. As for myself and Dead Leg Media, Josh, guns up. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hydra Man oh. Blue, tactical dude. Uh, uh, Davey always in the live chats. I like to say hi to Falconator. A lot of people in the chats today. Thank you guys so much. These were all paid members, paid subscribers, bone cold fleas, Austin and uh, man, Will Cray. I hope to see all you guys, you paid members. Some of you paid members. I'd love to meet you guys in person and hug. Just make sure when you get here, you don't fucking introduce yourself as tactical dude. Cause you'd be like, yo, it's me. And I'm like, who? And you're like tactical dude. And I'm like, or no, like, no, I'm sorry. Introduce me by your Instagram handle. Don't be like, yo, it's me, John. John Braswell? And I'm like, I don't know John Braswell. And you're like, tactical dude? And they'd be like, oh, tactical dude. Fuck yeah, dude. What's up? Because I don't know your real names, man. I don't know your real names. All I know is your your screen handle. So when you get to the meetup, uh, save me the time of trying to go, who the fuck are you? Um, g- give me your screen handle because I know you by your screen name handle. And then say, I- I'm tactical dude, John Braswell. Need, I'm like, oh, need John. you get those hello, my name is stickers and right. just write, write your, your screen name on it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, it's me, Rare Game Gangliooch. I'm like, I don't know a Rare Game Gangliooch. And you're like, oh, it's uh, uh, Honey Badger 369. I'm like, oh, Honey Badger 369. Got you, dude. All right, guys. Until next time, guns up, giddy up. <laughs>